Welcome to Dating Essential Podcast with Eva, the Relationship Maker, where we talk about dating, relationships, and we are answering your questions. Yes, this is Kim Bingham. She's reminding you that today it's a new day in your life, and every day it's a new day in your life. So, uh, the agenda is business success. That's what you wanted to discuss. That one, and today I got something. You're looking good, Mr. Vice President, but I'm not Shut going up. to say uh, where, which company you are from. Well, you can and if you want. I don't really care. It had been for a while since we talked. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious what happened to you because I have seen some pictures and I don't know... So I'm, I'm curious, how, how is the dating scene out there with these uh, restrictions and with the mask and all the kind of stupid things? Do you have time to, to do anything or go out or not really? Uh, I, I don't know how to answer that question. I, uh, uh, well, I have limited time regardless of the you know, situation, but um, the... I haven't um I haven't really been been out much lately and uh the reason being is uh just cuz I've just been so busy at work uh, which good. has been good because a lot of people have not in this time of covid so to speak mm-hmm. but uh yeah like I mean I I've, you probably noticed I'm I'm in a different location right yeah. there's, there's is that furniture. your home yeah, well we we uh I I leased with my partner a um uh an office in uh, guilford uh surrey mm-hmm. and um and it's a really nice office actually it's a it's a big space we got a a nice kitchen we have a patio we've got a nice floor for seminars and presentations and um and then i'm in a new space and so i've been upgrading my my furniture my electronics all that kind of stuff right so yesterday i got home at like two in the morning because I was putting my new desk together. So <laughs> it's one of the handyman, you know, <laughs> it takes me a while. Oh, um, you know what I do? I go on YouTube and I'm looking how you put things together. And I just, I just look at it. And after I do it. Well, they, like, they had a good instruction manual there, right? It's just one of those interchangeable ones where the thing can go on the left or the right hand side. And so you have to, you know, look at the diagram, and then you and then you got to put it together upside down because it's a desk and then you got to flip it over so in your mind you're trying to visualize that make sure you're getting it on the right side and then also how it's going to look like when you flip it over and turn it into the corner that you want so it was a lot of you know taking the manual and turning it upside down and turning it right side up and upside down right side up until it finally clicked (laughs) i guess maybe somebody else could have done it faster than me but uh but I love it. I know it's it's done now, and uh, things are coming together. I'm really happy. Um, we have a new partnership with a uh, with a lady that runs a mortgage company, and um, and uh, not just any kind of mortgage broker, but she was one of the founding brokers of, of the the biggest mortgage company in Canada. So um, it's uh, been quite successful, and we're just getting started. So I'm very excited about that. With, it's a good move. Yeah, yeah, you know, so I got nothing to complain about in 2020, incidentally. Um, <laughs> I think I heard your dog. That's, okay. oh, that's not dad. my dog. 
authenticity to the uh, <laughs> dog okay. That's my sister's dog. And it's here howling at my window. I'm telling you this pets. <clears throat> so so yeah, you know, when you take that and then my new assistant is working out really well as well. So so you add all those things together. Um, the new office space, the new furniture, the new electronics, the new business partnership, the new assistant. And uh, uh, yeah, 2020 has been great. <laughs> I can't complain. <laughs> you know, um, lots of people, they are complaining and lots of people who really decided to work, it works for them and they make money and they uh, they uh, acquiring companies and buildings. So it's really good. It's it's a filter is what it is, right? Because yeah. you know, on a on any given day I'm usually surrounded by a lot of people, right? And and the ones that in a in a time like this it it uh it, it weeds out the losers, right? And the winners stick up their hand and they make a move, you know, and you and you see who your players are who are gonna stick with you uh through uh, thick and fit thin. You know what I mean? That's right. And and the ones that go, Oh, you know, it's it's not a good time, we shouldn't you know, do this, right? We should wait and whatnot. I'm like, hey, no, you know, like by the end of this year, um, you think of all the things I've upgraded this year already, right? Mm -hmm. What's next on the list? Retire my mom and, and get a new car. <laughs> Again? Are you just, you just have it. Well, I, I lease my vehicles, right? Oh, you lease. So, so they're, they're, they're business expenses, but my, what I like to do is you know especially in my line of work where you cannot um, necessarily uh, drive a car that uh, doesn't reflect well, right? And and right when the when the lease gets to the point where I need to be changing the tires and doing the brakes and all that kind of stuff, I just swap it in. Mm -hmm. So it seems yeah, that's to good. Awesome, yeah. Right. I'm not, and that isn't necessarily financial advice for everybody, right? But you know, it works for you. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so I'm excited about that, plus the new nephew, that's been fun. Oh, it's so cute. Do you have the baby blues that you would like to have a family and baby? And <laughs> Maybe. 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 Gotta find, the, gotta find the right woman, right? Yeah, absolutely. Therefore that, absolutely. Yeah. And, and incidentally, to kind of bridge the two worlds of what you want to discuss in terms of dating and then success and whatnot, there's a very good book it's a very well-known book and it's one of the oldest business books, um, Think and Grow Rich. I have it. Yeah, yeah. And, and in that book, it says that the number one reason for failure in business and in life is improper selection of a mate in marriage. It's not just that book, but I have been listening to Jordan Peterson and it's very important uh, to have the right person by your side to uh, you know, to support you, and that's one to of the. To contend with, yeah. Jordan says to contend with, right? Because because life is designed to be difficult, you know. Yeah. And and um, uh, not good. <laughs> intrinsically. That's one of the questions. <laughs> uh, that's one of the questions I wanted to ask you because, yeah. as you know, I'm taking some. I took some uh, coaching, and I'm uh, affiliated with uh, JT Fox, mm -hmm. and I did an interview with him, and I asked. The question is very successful. I'm going to ask you the same question. Is it possible to have it all? 
<laughs> That's an interesting question. Um, uh, I think so, but it may not be what you seem, right? Because it, there's an exchange. You know, my, my grandfather always told me, he said, success isn't defined by what you have, it's what you've had to uh, give up or sacrifice or, or, you know, put into the work in order to get it. Um, and I, I really believe that, right? It's uh, and it's also I think one of the reasons why people who win the lottery are broke in five years, you know, because they haven't done the exchange. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> and like thinking where Ridge talks about, I think it's on page thirty-six or something. It, it says to de design your goal, you have to be able to identify what you're willing to exchange in order to receive the goal, right? And by the word exchange, you know, it, it could mean effort, it could mean time, it could mean, you know, what you take on or what you give up, right? So, so yes, you could have it all, but it comes with responsibility. Responsibility is a form of exchange, right? Yeah. So you have to be able to hold all of that together. And in order to hold all of that together, I think the first thing, probably the most obvious and easiest thing to talk about is you can't really do it alone, right? You need a, you, you need the, the right people helping you in the right areas. For example, in, you know, in my business, I do a lot of work with clients, right? And so there is, I only get paid when somebody buys something essentially, right? Yes. Um, but there's a lot of work that goes into that. There's preparing paperwork or even online paperwork now you have to prepare that you have to create the analysis and the plans and all, all, all those things. Right. Mm -hmm. And then there's a bunch of uh, compliance work in the background and administrative work that has to occur, but I don't get paid for any of that. I just get paid to book appointments, be on appointments and close the deal. So, you know, it, there's, it, it, it doesn't seem like, you know, I'll go on an appointment and I'll make, you know, two, three, $4,000 or, or whatever amount. Right. Um, and it seems like I've made that an hour, but it's not an hour, right? It's, it's, you know, in some cases, 10 hours, you know, which is still pretty good, I guess, but, um, the, um, the, uh, but, but you understand the point. And sometimes it's not even 10 hours. It's six months of follow-up before you can put in the 10 hours with the right person. Mm -hmm. So, but when you outsource that to a good assistant, then, then it really is. Um, you know, just the booking appointment, being an appointment and closing the deal that you actually get paid for. All the other stuff helps to hold it together. And that's just one aspect. You know, the other aspect of that would be your health. You know, you have the right team of people around you for that. You know, I, I see a nutritionist, acupuncture, all that kind of stuff. So that needs to come together. And there's going to be, there's going to be times where it breaks down and you have to put it back together. And like this year has been a good example of that uh, because, you know, for the first few months we couldn't really do much other than leave our house. And so how do you, you know, maintain all that self care the way that you want to when that is not uh, the way they used to do it before you have to be creative. And at the same time you have to do that and then manage the business at the same time and the business you know, at the beginning of the year, the business was in trouble. Well, it wasn't in trouble. It was just, it, it would, um, it, it, it was affected by what happened. And so we had to become innovative to find different solutions. 
to um, not only keep things going, but position them for growth. And we did that successfully, and, and that was good. But, but as a result, I was off balance for a while in other areas of my life. Right. So a lot of it is also awareness and, and uh, Ty Lopez does a good job. I don't know if you know who Ty Lopez is. Um, he's a uh, social media personality, but he's an entrepreneur. He's very successful and um, based out of California, I believe. And uh, he talks about um, the four categories, which is health, wealth, love, and happiness. And he, and he says, rate yourself on, on a scale of one to 10 in all those areas. And, um, you know, there, you know, from there, make adjustments. And it could be, it could be simple adjustments. Like I remember a few years ago, one simple adjustment was I installed, installed another phone line in my office because I, I knew that I had prospects that I was following up with that wanted to do business with me. But when they saw my name on, show up on the call display, you know, they weren't quite ready. So they didn't answer the phone. Right. But I knew that they, they were still good you know, it just eventually, just not right now. Right. So, but I needed to get the reason out so I could help overcome that reason with them, but I couldn't do that if they didn't answer the phone. So I installed another phone line. And as a result of that, they answered the phone and I said, you know, what's going on? And we had a conversation and then, you know, things worked and they, we did business and things were fine. Right. So and that probably accounted for, uh, a 10% increase in sales. That's it, right? Not very much. Well, you know, it sure as heck paid for the phone line for the next 10 years, right? <laughs> so you got to, you know, you got to look at it that way. I don't know if that answers your question. I don't even remember what your question was. <laughs> My question was that, can you have it all? Because I remember I talked and it's, somebody says not at the same time, because you have to give so much into the work that, not, not much left for the family. So there is always, um, so to give 100%, it's, it's, it's almost impossible. Well, um, I, I, I disagree, but I'm, a, I'm an amateur on the subject because I don't think I have it all, okay? And, and, you know, when I do, then ask me, and then I'll be able to give you a, a more mature perspective. But it's, you can, I believe you can have it all if you have the right people running it for you. That was so, one of the things I wanted to tell you. If yeah. you have a person behind you that's going to support you um, emotionally and in your business, then it's possible. But if the person requires way too much of your time, then, um, yeah, something is going to suffer. It, and it depends on how you set it up, right? Because, you know, let's say, let's say there's you and a, or a spouse, okay? Mm -hmm. And the spouse whether it's he or she, whoever you're talking about, right? Um, let's say your primary um, activity is to manage the direction of the business, okay? And the spouse holds down the house, so to speak, right? So let's say you have a spouse and the arrangement is that you run the business and the spouse runs the house. Mm -hmm. Well, you could have both then if that, if that arrangement works for you guys, yeah. right? or vice versa. You know, you run the house, the spouse runs the business. But, but I think that once you get to a certain level, you know, you could have, you have somebody to generally manage the business and you delegate and instruct, you know, the direction of it. And when, you know, important things come up, you'll have to deal with that. Right. But for the most part, you know, 99% of your work could be outsourced. Yeah. Um, 
but without you, it still doesn't exist, right? Because you're the heart and the vision of it, you know, and that's, that's really your job as the business owner. But yeah, I, I, do, I do think you can have it all if you have the right people. I like that uh, video that you sent me, that lady about uh, how to go back to the basics, what is important and how women, they try to be the men and how they lose in big time because what they want, not necessarily what, what they ask, it's not necessarily what they want. I really like that. And to, to go there, I, I got this today. And I'm going to read it, and I'm going to ask. Uh, I put it on my Facebook page. Says this is from a point of view of a woman, and it, the author is unknown. He says, "I hope I marry a man who understands how important little things are: folding clothes when I'm exhausted, washing the dishes after I cook, putting gas in the car for me, sending me flowers when I'm having a bad day." It's the little things that show true appreciation. So, and my friend, the lady put this one up, says, purely out of curiosity, and this is you going to answer this. What, what? is the, the male equivalent of this in the year 2020? We always have so much dialogue around what men should do for women, but I'm interested to hear what the male equivalent is of this statement. I hope the men in my group will bring forward their information and you're going to be the first one to do that. If we were to write this for men and started with, I hope to marry a woman, think this, keep in mind, what would it say to show the, the hopes of a man? Because honestly, I know some men who spoils their women, yet their women treat them like garbage. What do men hope for? So, I hope to marry a woman and give me the, your version. What kind of woman? What you want the woman to do for you? Oh, Eva, Eva, Eva. Well, you know, I think when men chase women that are super super hot right like the trophy wife kind of thing they do it because it's uh you know you can call it an ego thing right but but there's there's a lot of information in that right even if it's an ego thing because what the man essentially wants to do is he wants to feel special right and he feels if he has this woman chooses him then he looks special in the eyes of the other people around him because you know she's desired by others right yes. and in the same way um i think the opposite is true also for women right because um women like to date high value men meaning men that are desired by other women so or high you could say high status as well right but the you know so so there's I think we all have that, and I think maybe that's the that's the um, uh, the answer to your question stems from that chord. It's just that some people are have it on a much greater level, and that's why they appear kind of uh, like a facade, right? So I don't know if you follow what I'm trying to say. Maybe I'm not uh, explaining. I, 
I'm yes and no because it seems like you got stuck on the beauty but not on the value of the woman. So I want to. Uh, why is important that a beautiful woman looks at you and makes you special? And if somebody who has more value but maybe just beautiful inside and it's good looking outside, it's not the same. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying that beauty is the most important characteristic because I don't think it is. But what I'm saying is that for, you know, you, you've probably seen numerous examples, right? This man has, well, you just, you just said it in, in, in your preface there. You, you basically said uh, men would be with these women, but they treat them like garbage. Right. And, and then they, but they bend over backwards for them and, and whatnot. Right. So women can hold a lot of power that way. Right. Because men, if 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 they get captured in i want to have the most beautiful or you know hottest woman right in in town as as my girl then that makes them feel like you know their status goes up right and status for a man is very important so anyway the what i think you know to answer your question it would be i think loyalty would come before anything else I could not date a woman who's not classy. It, to me, I just don't consider her a woman. I, that's, I'm sorry, that's a very like, you know, maybe not a politically correct statement to make, you know, but if if she doesn't know how to do her hair and and, and she's always swearing on dates and, and has no table manners, then, you, you know, that, that, that to me is not, how anybody should behave right especially a woman on a date so it, it's unattractive period right so so uh loyalty class okay i think that um and and i'm not and i want to maybe say as a disclaimer that i'm not saying this is how it should be i'm just saying this is what it's like for me okay so somebody else could have a different definition and that works for them and that's totally fine, right? Whatever makes you happy, okay? But uh, if, if somebody's, uh, or, or, or if the lady is um, uh, not intelligent, okay? Can't hold a conversation, that's, there's nothing there for me that'll bore me pretty quick. Uh, definitely uh, looks are important as well. And not so much just because of the uh, you know, look itself because um, that's something that we can't really control. Mm -hmm. You know, where we look a certain way that we look because of that's how we're born, right? But what I mean more so is is the effort that you put in to yourself, right? So that has to do with health and hygiene, knowing how to dress. I, I guess you can bundle all of that into just class, you know? Yes. So. I, I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm not doing a good job answering your question. Yes, you are. You Should are. Had, uh, you know, I, I, a three sentence answer. <laughs> but, you know what? No, you are because um, there is not one size fits all. Yeah. So it's, this is your preference. And that's why I'm asking you as a person, as a, I'm not in a group that, okay, everybody has to agree because it's not going to happen. But yeah, I, I believe uh, but, but there's more, there's more. And I, I think, uh, you know, um, being a good wife and a good mother, especially if you want to start a family, there's just something about like in, in 
I don't even know if I want to be a father or have a family. I'm not sure. I'm kind of leaning more towards I do as opposed to I don't. But there, there is a, then there's just something in her nature that I'm somewhat taken care of a bit, right? Because I'm very career focused and driven. And um, it, it, it's nice to, to come home to, to, to somebody who has got the house held down and you know i'm walking into a situation where if 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 the house was a disaster after i've spent you know 12 or 14 hours of the office or i've worked seven days you know straight in a week right it, then it just like i don't want to come home you know what i mean but you know what there is in the beginning there i think when you meet that special woman you can sit down and uh, and evaluate the jobs you have and say, okay, you do this, I do this, you do this, I do that. So you have an understanding because many people are like, oh, I'm in love, the sex is good, let's get married. And when it comes to the basics and that big flare is going away, then people, they, they don't know what to do because they never discussed it. I think Jordan Peterson said it best when he said that you you don't necessarily need a partner that meets everything on your checklist, but you do need a partner that um, can contend life's biggest challenges with you. Yeah. And. Uh, but it's all negotiation. Everything is negotiation, and you. Yeah, see. but you don't you don't really sit down on day two or three or four or five and and say, okay, here's what I take care of, here's what you take care of. No, you know, no. you don't write the rules. They. My dear, they, before you the question because you are you are there and before you see well the rules get negotiated you see every relationship has four stages whether it's um uh, personal or business or whatever and, and the, the first stage is attraction the the, the second stage is testing mm -hmm. okay the third stage is negotiation okay and the and then the fourth stage is commitment yeah, but that's what I'm talking about. And yeah. it's not necessarily everything is going to be the same. But it happens unconsciously or subconsciously. Yeah. It, it doesn't, it's not something that you sit down and discuss, you know. In fact, I would even submit to the mate, if there's any men listening to this, that if you try to sit down and discuss it, you're probably going to fail miserably. <laughs> don't not do that. Not necessarily, because, I mean, people don't ask there are certain questions, okay, what with the kids who's going to make the decision? We're both going to make the decision. What about finances? How many marriages uh, broke up because of finances? So yeah. there are certain things, it's not everything because everything changes, so you change accordingly. But I think the basics, as you said, that you want a woman that is going, if you work 12 hours, 14 hours, that they take care of whatever has to be in the household, you know, the kids, everything. So you cannot, especially now, I find that women are like, oh, they are so, so involved in, in their um, own professions that they don't want to give an inch. And I think we lost, what is the role and, and, of the and part of part of that is to blame on men, actually, because a lot of men don't know how to be men anymore, right? And so it forces women to compensate for that. Agreed. Uh, yeah and and also the opposite is true um in terms of women not being women and you know yeah. men compensating that way as well right but the 
I'm sorry, what did you say before that? We were talking about negotiation, that how the uh, how uh, roles, they are not well defined and how it changed and you were saying- Oh, it was the career plan, right? It was, it was, it's, it's, it's really interesting, right? Because if you think about it, if you, if you really think about it objectively and, and, you know, every time I have a conversation like this, right? And we get into topics that may be sensitive or controversial in any sense. I, I, I tend to not necessarily like, I like to discuss it cause I find it really interesting to discuss. But when I, when I say things, the way that I see them or the way that I think they are, it does, it's not necessarily an endorsement of, of that's how it should be. Right. It's just trying to have a constructive conversation and, and learn something, you know, please be honest here. Yeah. No, no, I'm just, I'm yeah. just saying that because there's, there's going to be people listening, so they should know, you know, but um, if, if you, if you think about from a, a biological perspective, mm-hmm. the, the stages, of life that men and women go through i would i mean i think they're more similar than they are different but they certainly are different a woman has a lot more pressure to get the major pieces of her life in order sooner than a man right because she has a a a biological clock especially if if uh you know she wants to start a family right and you can make the case that I, i guess a man has a biological clock too even though it's you know a man can have kids as long as 78 with apology but um (laughs) (laughs) it's true it is uh the but you know you don't necessarily want to start a family when you're 55 60 years old this man right you kind of there you have other needs and other priorities in your life at that point you know so and then the gene pool also gets thinner in terms of suitable partners but going back to women for a second the like you take Take, um, I think one of the best examples is women that choose law as a profession. It's a super, super demanding um, profession to be successful in law. And there's a tremendous amount of unsuccessful lawyers, right? But the ones that are successful aren't really successful by a small margin. They're, they're successful by leaps and bounds, right? But here you have people that are working seven days a week. You know, they'll, they'll work 10 hours at the office, bring their work home with them, and then they'll work until 11, 12 at night, and then they'll get up at five in the morning, and then they'll, you know, do it all over again, right? So a lot of, you know, so if, 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 a, if a woman wants to get into law because that's an interest of hers, you know, I think that's great. I think... Um, I think it's good to have the feminine perspective in a field like that for sure. But as you go through the list of lawyers, the, the further up they go in age, the less women there are. And, and the reason why is because it's very difficult for law firms to keep women on the payroll um, after age 35 and 40, because by then, you know, they, they finished their university, they've done well in, you know, in, in their law career and now, and uh, to do both of that, you know, a career like that and, you know, have a family is, is very hard, right? So a man doesn't necessarily have that kind of pressure on him, at least not to the same extent as, as a woman has, right? So they're allowed to goof off a little bit more. And the challenge with doing that is that that easily becomes a habit and then they goof off more and more, right? And then by the time 
10, 15 years goes by, then they started to look at things a little bit more seriously, but they haven't necessarily developed the disciplines to execute it. And by then they've probably fallen behind on the skill set needed to accomplish what needs to get accomplished. So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting, it's a very interesting dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what, uh, it's, this is, these are the times that I think it's the best time to date in a way. Oh yeah. Why is that? Because you don't have the, the pressure, like as a woman, if I would go out on it, uh, that I have to hug the person or the person has to kiss me or they want to take me home because I have an excuse if I don't like the person. So it's the easiest time. And it talking about COVID? To, yeah. And it gives, <laughs> you, gives you time to know the person, you know, like uh, more internally, but phone is not going to work forever. Uh, internet is not going to work forever to... Uh, to communicate, you have to meet. But uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. But I know that um, some dating agencies are busy because I, I was called by one of them to help them out. So I know that they are busy. Things mm. are happening. How and when and how many, but it's happening, yeah. But it's going to be changing. Like, even though I'm going to work with someone, it's going to be through to internet. I'm not going mm -hmm. to work with them, which is which is fine. It's not a problem for me. Yeah, I like the I like the Zoom revolution. <laughs> I don't really like the Tinder revolution. I I think something got lost in that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it uh, made looking for a partner more like going to the grocery store. You know? Yeah, men are hunters. You go for the chase. You want to get that woman. You want to feel good about it. But, but hunting, um, I mean, in a, I don't mean that in a negative or oppressive way or anything. Oh no, like, no, no. I, I, I mean it in a, in a way that you have to learn a certain amount of skills, right? Like, what do you have to learn when you're on Tinder? How to text appropriately? That's ridiculous, right? That takes you five minutes, you know, but when you see somebody that you're attracted to and you want to talk to them, you know, there's a lot of pressure in that. Right. Yes. And then, you know, you may do that and you may fail a couple of times. And then, you know, if you're persistent and you decide to keep going, you may realize that, you know, maybe you're getting turned down because of the same reason, you know, mm -hmm. so then you might clean yourself a little up a little bit, shave, put on a nice shirt, that sort of thing, you know, Go yeah. and talk to somebody, right? Or maybe you gotta be like, "Well, can I have your number?" And instead of saying something like that, just be like, uh, "Here," and then you know, pull out your phone and then open to the contacts and pass it to them and say, "Can you finish this for me?" Right? And and then that's very assumptive. It's it's easier for them to finish that than to reject, you know. So there is certain skills that you learn that have gotten lost in that way right and i and i think it's a huge disservice to men because it effectively it's made them um weaker and women don't like that do you know that joke okay the chicken is running in, on, in the yard 
and the rooster is is running after her. Do you know what the chicken says? So who who's running after her? The chicken and the rooster. The chicken okay. runs and the rooster coming after her. Do you know what the, the chicken says? No. Please God, let him get me. <laughs> so, exactly. The same thing, you know, like we want to be, you know, to be found and uh, and. <clears throat> And yeah, I mean, there's something romantic about a guy particularly going after, you know, one person and that person being you. And it's a compliment in a way, right? Yeah. So I see it. I don't know. And always for a man, it's a good thing when the woman smiles. But I think that that art of flirting is lost, like looking at the person and smiling. Everybody's so tied up. It's like, it's incredible. It's great. For, it's great for somebody like me because I know how to do all that, right? So it just completely eliminates all my competition, and I don't really have a challenge finding a date. <laughs> but you, but keeping it is another issue. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yes, so it's everything, like with everything, it's like having a client and keeping the client. It's another issue. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing with in dating. It was such a pleasure to have you. And uh, again, and yes. I hope uh, we were talking that I'm going to get you back uh, when you're going to have someone special in your life. And I hope it's going to happen soon so I can have you back. Or we could just, you just have me back on whenever. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, it, there doesn't have to be a, a, a criteria that I have to fulfill first. <laughs> <laughs> No, it doesn't. Anyway, I'm um, so happy that your business is going well. I think uh, that's amazing. So you're going to have uh, money so we can go shopping? What's that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Good. You need to change your wardrobe? I, no, I'm still, you know what? I, I changed my wardrobe earlier this year, so I'm, I'm, still, I'm still pretty good, I think. Yeah, good for but, you. Good. Yeah, but I mean, I can always use more. But yeah, let's... Um, Let's revisit that one sooner or later. That would be great. Thank you. Okay. And don't forget, there is no happiness without love. Love starts with you. Love yourself. Love your partner. Thank you for listening. And yes.